All right. Hello and welcome to the Big One Podcast. This is your host, B-Boy. And with me, my partner in crime, the man who needs no introduction, the new guy. Oh, thank you. Hello. Hello. Glad to be here. It's my you see how I gave, I gave you an introduction even though you don't need one? Yeah, I was going to comment on that, but I really wanted to let you do your thing because I felt like you were really... <laughs> Like you, I was were, you were in the mo in the I, in the zone, man. Man, the moment, yeah, all of the things I was in yeah. all of it. Yeah, I agree. All right, well, I was feeling myself, but uh, yes, welcome to the Big One Podcast. We are a racing podcast. We talk talk mostly about NASCAR, and uh, you know, we had a week off, but so did NASCAR. So it just kind of made sense, right? Yeah. You know, in the future, we'll try to announce these things, but at the same time, we like to keep our audience on their toes. Yep. And uh, you know, as always. Follow us at Podcast Big One on Twitter at Podcast Big One, and uh, you know, shoot us emails if you want to be on the show, be featured. Uh, we got some cool features this week. Uh, surprises for you. We didn't even talk about them, but uh, they're coming up. Um, and yeah, uh, you know, give us a subscribe, rate us on iTunes, all of the above. Yeah, rating is you know, it's just like a, it's it's over said. I'll admit it, but uh, ratings do make <laughs> differences. So give us a dang rating. Yeah, we've uh, it, I've been getting some ratings. Yeah, so you know. it's good feeling good see. about them. Yeah, feeling good. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I do want to announce we got a sponsorship this week. We're not on our own dime, mm-hmm. which is good because I'm out here fishing in Arkansas and losing money left and right. So mm-hmm. I, I needed to get some money in the bank. And uh, this year, uh, or not this year, this week, our podcast is brought to you by Panama City Beach, Florida. And uh, because it's the spring Whoa. break destination for America's youth. Wow, we got a city to sponsor us. The whole city, yeah, that's it's amazing. Basically, visit PCB.com. Earned that. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, have you ever been to PCB? Uh, no, I have not. Wow. Oh, well, you know, it was spring break for a lot of a lot of kids back in March, and uh, I guess they're trying to ramp up the coverage for next year. Make sure they got a lot of unwanted pregnancies and everything going on mm, down there. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Uh, all the fun stuff that you, that you go there for. I went there once, and oh man, oh man, that's all. That's all. Back to racing. Uh, big one podcast. Yeah, man, we made it. We're back. Yep. Uh, so Richmond weekend a week and a half ago now. Yes. Yes, um, indeed. You know, I think it took about a week and a half to digest this race. Um. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> i don't even know what it means but uh i want to hear your race grade let's go with that. um i'm just gonna give it a solid b solid b okay yeah. i'm i'm gonna go a little lower i'm gonna give it a b minus okay just, i don't think it's a you know c plus territory i don't think i'm dropping it a letter grade but uh it was a relatively tame meh you know yeah and maybe that's because i was so hyped after you know martinsville and then bristol and all these other great and short Talladega tracks coming it, up well, yeah. It's, oh man, hold on, I mean, hold your horses I mean, there. Yeah, you gotta be <laughs> excited. Um, but yeah, so uh, so who had some strong performances out at Richmond? Uh, well, of course, Kyle Busch coming from thirty uh, second to win it. I mean, that's a classic Kyle Busch move. I believe this Wait, is Kyle Busch didn't him, Kyle, Kyle Busch didn't win the race. What are you doing? Wait. Oh, sorry. I'm looking at the standings. <laughs> Martin Truex, man, Martin he won his Truex. first one of the year. Shoot, dang it. I also, breakthrough he won last year, which is the radioactive that I watched. This is why we this can't This is behind the scenes. Weeks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I'm glad you're here because if this was me doing a solo <laughs> podcast, 
It would be off the rails way more than we are right now. <laughs> but, you know, at least it was his teammate that won. Kyle Busch yeah. actually had a very tame race. In fact, yeah. I'd call it an off race for him. Yeah. Didn't, uh, you know, fluttered around the top ten, but uh, and he, he did lead a bunch, like 100 laps or something uh-huh. like that. But that's not that great for him. He, yeah. You know, towards the end, he wasn't anywhere near the front. Yeah. I mean, finished, he, finished top ten, I think. Yeah, only a hundred and one laps led. Come on. <laughs> oh wow, I was just trying. guessing. I was so I was one lap off. That's yeah. Um, <laughs> Clint Boyer had a pretty strong run as well. Clint Boyer had a really strong. I was rooting for him real hard yeah, there man. at the end. I want to see him um, win. You know, my favorite thing about Clint Boyer this week Please was, regardless of the fact that he didn't win, he held up Joey enough so that he didn't win. Mm, <laughs> yeah, which was great. He's uh, a good hardly. Dude. Yeah, hardly anyone could pass this week, uh, or I guess last week, you know? Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate, but it is Richmond. It's just just kind of how it is there, so. Yeah, and I I, uh, I know that with these cars being so much more dependent upon aero and, like, not having quite as much mechanical grip mm-hmm. while still, like, having a lot of speed in there, I, Richmond just seems like a really bad setup for having a lot of passing in these cars. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's just a tough track to do anyway. Do you think, um, um, actually, no, this is a good, uh, this is a good rapid fire question for me to ask. Oh, you're still coming up with rapid fire questions? Well, you know, I might've forgotten to write them down before this. Yeah. Well, you know, we had 10 (laughs) days to come up with them. Um, yeah. As, uh, as per always, he's writing them on the back. I I like to, you know, have them really fresh. I feel like that's what makes a rapid fire question question is that I put like, Atten- that I've thought up it during the podcast. I like it. They couldn't be more fresh, other than coming up with it on the spot, and that's hard to do. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, what What else? What else? What else? What else? Um, any, anything else you want to kind of recap from Richmond, or can we just you know chalk it up to what it was and start talking about this week's race? I think, uh, I think we should start talking about this week's race. Uh, you know, this is going to be a relatively abbreviated episode. We're both busy people. You're traveling. We are. I've got to mm-hmm. go watch uh, Inf- uh, Endgame later. Yeah. And then you're going, you're and actually I'm going to going, New York. Yeah, you're going to travel. Tomorrow. You know, what's, you know what's funny is I'm seeing Endgame in Chicago and could have watched Talladega with you if you weren't traveling. Man, I know. And honestly... I'm just so tired right now. I would have been fine with me not traveling. I would be <laughs> partying so hard tonight and then just sleeping. Well, I would probably fall asleep and not be able to watch Endgame with you because I'd be asleep all weekend. Oh, well, you know. <sighs> you know, it's like Final Destination. This is a Final Destination type <laughs> scenario, except instead of dying, we're just not watching Endgame together. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, wow, you drew a hard parallel there. You took a hard left there. Uh-huh. Um, speaking of hard lefts. Uh, oh, I, I I did forget to say, just quick recap on Xfinity Series. Colt mm, Custer um, won won the race last nice. week at, or at Richmond. So, yeah, it was a good good yeah. win for him. He was pretty dominant most of the day. So yeah, uh, but yeah. So uh, now now that we've officially finalized Richmond, don't want to ever talk about it again. Never, again. you know, until until the fall, obviously. Yeah. Um, but that's a playoff race. Will be a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so let's talk about some other storylines going around the league. Uh, you sent me an article last week and I'm, I hope I'm not putting you on the spot about some of the all-star race arrow changes that they just announced. So, mm. you know, uh, do you want to recap some of those? I would love to. Uh, so there's two main changes that are going to be exhibited in the all-star race. 
this year. And both of them, you know, so last year they were trying out changes that ended up on this year's car. These are changes that are potentially going to be ending up on the Gen 7 car, which do you know when the Gen 7 car is slated to come out? 2021? Um, 2021, yeah. Nice. Um. I think also the new F1 car is coming out in 2021. So, you know, a lot of teams oh. gearing up for 2020, or a lot of uh, series gearing up for 2021 here. It's going to be a good yeah, year for seriously. racing. Yeah. Uh, so the two main changes here are focused on reducing the uh, gap in setup quality between different teams, and that's primarily a cost-saving measure for those mm. teams. So uh, right now we have a very flat splitter, which means that teams need to be very, very precise about their ride height. Uh, mm-hmm. in order to maximize the ground effect that they can get from that uh, splitter. So uh, they're going to make this splitter less flat. They didn't clarify exactly what they meant. That's just all that they said was that it would be less flat. Uh, which, <laughs> That's clear enough for me. I don't know why it's not clear enough yeah, for you. Come on. I mean, yeah, all right, good point. It's just not flat. <laughs> uh, I should have assumed. and. Uh, that that's going to result in it hopefully having a wider sweet spot for the setup. You know, there'll still mm-hmm. be hundredths or maybe even tenths on a good day that teams will be able to get out of that, but yeah, much wider sweet spot. Uh, and then, and this I think is an interesting idea, and I, I kind of like this, is having the radiator exit duct go through the hood as opposed to, I believe right Ooh. now it comes off the side of the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, base. it does. So it's it's going to be coming straight back up. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So that will separate the engine temperatures away from aerodynamic performance. You know what I, I want to see? I want to see hood hood scoops, like the big ones, like Fast yes. and Furious style. Yes. Do you know what I want to see? No, I don't. <laughs> uh, I want to see the Talladega big rig eighteen wheeler thing, but with a uh, <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road style guitar player on it oh yeah on each one of them on all of them yeah Yeah, yeah. that'd be great that'd be dope dude oh man can you imagine uh, with a big wreck the big one happens and those two dudes just like drive through there like freaking rocking out with flames yeah that'd be sweet and they're you know they're like bungee cording around oh yeah crazy people oh yeah yeah. so that's not slated for gen 7 but maybe for gen (laughs) Gen 8 Yeah. yeah there's still time uh, the Gen Dale Jr. as they're calling. Yeah, um, yeah, that's about it for the arrow changes. What do, what do you think about these? You looking forward to them? Um, you know, you know, it, it was a lot of it. I read the article and it was a lot of science goo goo gaga, and, yeah, uh, I, know and you I was, <laughs> I was blown away. And I uh-huh. uh, no, I read it and I was just basically like, all right, you say it's better. That's what I got from this. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, hoping for the best. I think it'd be very interesting to see the methods by which they determine that it will be better like they have to do some sort of aerodynamic testing of this but is it just wind tunnels do they do computer simulations you know honestly for the all-star race i'm not sure that they will i mean maybe they did a little bit of testing but like probably not with any of the nascar drivers i feel like the all-star race is the one race per year that they're just like who cares let's give it a shot you know so i feel like it would be just insane if they didn't at least simulate it they have to oh, be at they least definitely simulate it, but no, they. But they I wonder. Have, I mean, NASCAR has drivers that test like these these different types types of changes to cars. Like they own their own cars, they have their own garage. Like, yeah, they do. They do all this. Yeah, you know? yeah. I would just like to understand the process better. It'd be, it'd, gotcha. I think it'd be a very interesting thing. All right, write well, a book on it, Boyer. And what? Okay, fine, I'll look it up. I guess. Uh, yeah. Jeez, tricked I'm them. on vacation and I've got yeah, homework. Yeah. Fucking tricked them. <laughs> um. Uh, speaking. Uh. Speaking of, you know, we talked about the. Uh, 
uh, R.I. made a joke about Generation Dale Jr. Um, uh, shouts upward for Dale Jr.'s mama mm. and, and Kelly Earnhardt's uh, uh, mama as well. Um, or, yeah. Uh, just, you know, she passed away this past week. It's very sad. Uh, kind of suddenly. She's really, really young. Um, but uh, but she was, she was sick, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a hard thing. I uh, was really impressed with at least what I saw from the way that Dale was dealing with it publicly. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's sad, but. Yeah, I saw, yeah. Uh, I think the coolest thing about it, because obviously this is uh, Dale Earnhardt's second wife was who he had um, uh, Dale and his sister with, uh, but um, uh, there was this this one, you know, I saw all kinds of cool stuff about her, um, but there was this one thing that Brad Keselowski, I don't remember if he tweeted or how I saw this story, or he wrote the story maybe on his website or something, um, but he was talking about how when he was kind of a young and up-and-coming driver and he had just kind of gotten into the higher leagues of NASCAR, um, that he had the flu and he got, he got like, really sick or something. And then Dale Jr. and him were friends. And so he knew Dale Jr. And so, like, he, he had been sick and he, like, went to uh, – he needed to go to the hospital. He basically tried to stay at home and just, like, wait it out kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't. And so he called Dale Jr., and was like, Dale, like, I got to go to the hospital or something. And Dale couldn't take him. Um, and so he called his mom. And his mom and his stepdad took uh, Brad to the hospital. And then afterwards, they took them, took him back to their place. And she took care of him for the hmm. next couple of days. And they literally told him at the hospital, or, you know, this is what the story claims, is that uh, Brad could have died had he not, had he, like, not been taken to the hospital. Yeah. That's, That's uh, really cool. Yeah. That's a good story. Um, another cool story um, from you know our week off. Mm. Uh, pretty pretty close to my heart and my office. Uh, Jimmy Johnson <laughs> ran the Boston Marathon and ran it well. Nice. Ran it really well. Yeah. Um, I think he. I think I sent you the like his average lap time. I think it was like, or not lap time, but mile <laughs> time. <laughs> Man, I'm just I'm just all caught up in it. Yeah, on the brain. I don't blame you. Um, let me let me see if I can find his average lap, uh, mile time because I feel like it was. Like seven minutes or something. It was it was super fast. Like yeah. seven minutes and eighteen seconds. Something that crazy. Was, was that on the? That was uh oh. So the Richmond race was the night race, and then he did that in the morning. Oh yeah. He well day. he did that. He had. Uh, it was Monday morning is when the race is. Oh okay 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 okay. But he went to Boston and basically had one good night's rest kind of thing, God, and then did the Boston Marathon, nuts. which is crazy. Okay, yeah. So twenty six, you know, point two miles, mm-hmm. and his average uh, mile time was seven minutes. Uh, is that his average time? Oh no, that was just uh, yeah, that was his average time, seven minutes and seventeen seconds. I mean, ridiculous. Yeah, his final uh, his final mile, he really picked up the pace. Yeah. He only had one. At uh, one point, was he over an eight-minute mile? Huh. That's I. I can't even. I don't. Can't tell you how long it would take me to get back to an eight-minute mile right now. Yeah, I would be lucky to be able to do. I don't know, an eight-hour mile. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm out of shape. Got him. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> speaking of oh woe is me moments, uh, let's go with the uh, winner of the week. Yeah. Mm, yes. Uh, you know what? I feel like you have earned announcing this. I feel oh, like it's cool. very brave of you to have proposed thank this. You. Yeah, thank you. I, it, it's it's near and dear to my heart. So mm-hmm. first, I want to talk about uh, Kyle Busch real quick. 
He does not get the winner of the week. In fact, I'd give him whatever the opposite of that award is because he let a, a driver buy oh, while yeah. he was leading. That was so um, cool. That was yeah, let it, he, did, he like literally asked who's behind me and then like let the guy buy. Yeah. And and that's like that used to be done, you know, it was a, like a before the pace car caught you, you could let people buy kind of thing. Um, way back when, gentlemen's agreement type stuff. Um, and yeah, it's just cool to see. And honestly, yeah. it's just a great move by him because if the 32 is ever in front of him, he's going to think about it. And he's going to be like, oh, yeah, remember when he let me buy? Let oh, me yeah, that's buy. smart. You know? That's smart. You got you to gotta get those uh, uh, PP points, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, But, okay, winner of the week this week goes to my boy, Kyle Larson, uh, because he just continues to have shit luck. Mm-hmm. But now he's playing the oh, woe is me card. Yeah. You know, radioactive, I think he was just like, Oh, yeah, having a lot of fun this year, guys, or something like that. And it's just like, dude, I mean, like, I get it. Like, I he has had some really shitty luck, but he's also been overrunning his cars most of the time. Yeah. And I'm not saying this week was his fault. He got ran into, um, but he was being a little aggressive there. And, it, you know, it's early in the race, and uh, he's just, you know, Kurt Busch, Kurt Busch isn't having this bad luck. Look at him. Yeah. So, I think Kyle might be a bit in his own head. I think he is. I think I think he is one of those guys where um, when things start to go wrong, they snowball mm-hmm. uh, because he feels like he has to make up for it like immediately. Yeah. Um, which is not a great – that's not something you see in clutch people or drivers or anything. So. No. Uh, he's the quarterback that either throws like five interceptions or like seven touchdowns. Yeah. So. It's a bit of a shame. Um, a lot of interceptions. Do you think it would be year. funny if we talked about – we gave an update on Kyle Busch as part of the Winer of the Week segment every week? What do you mean? Like, is he where is he on the Weiner scale or something? Yeah, that and uh, like, just just Kyle Busch's happenings. Just you know, to irritate Kyle <laughs> Busch fans out there, always talk about him in the Weiner of the Week section. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, my dad's right upstairs, and I'm sure he'd appreciate it. So, uh, actually, he's been giving a, he's been giving getting a lot of flack about Kyle Busch uh, this weekend. So, yeah. got a lot of a lot of backup support. I feel kind of bad for him, yeah. but then again, you know. That's sweet. Uh, he was he was oh you know he was fishing today in an old Jack Daniels race shirt. Nice uh, for you old NASCAR he- heads out there. Casey Mears race shirt from when Casey wow. Mears drove the the '07 and Jack Daniels car. Callback. That was that was before Clint Boyer drove it. Um, I think it was right after Dave Blaney drove it. So hmm. ah, interesting. That's how I know your dad's a NASCAR fan. Yeah, well, he's got old Jack Daniels gear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, all right, um, so, yeah, let's uh, move on to some race predictions, because this week, where are we at, new guy? Talladega, baby. Woo! And I'm it's excited. I'm so excited, man. I can't believe I'm not watching this race with you. It's such a good race. I know, man. It's a shame. It's a shame. Uh, um, before we talk about Talladega, though, real quick, oh. it's a this is an excellent weekend for racing, because my favorite race of the F1 calendar, uh, Baku is happening the azerbaijani grand prix it's always just hilarious because similar to talladega there's a lot of crashes and a lot of mess and you it's hard, it's so hard to predict who's going to win uh wow. and people just love you know chaos. this is this is a great weekend for a lot of mess because uh you got end game mm-hmm. some some crazy shit's gonna go on there we've got game of thrones is gonna get crazy oh, this man week. yeah uh so you know gonna be a lot mm-hmm. of big ones mm-hmm. there um so yeah it's gonna be uh it's gonna be it's jam-packed weekend jam-packed sunday yeah. yeah i'm i'm literally so my sunday is wake up in chicago 8 a.m end game uh 12 p.m or 12 a- or noon um is uh boston milwaukee series starts 
Okay. Talladega at one. Yeah. And then I've got uh, uh, Game of Thrones to yeah. wrap out the evening. Oh yeah. And uh, and a certain surprise birthday party for someone, but I don't think he listens to our podcast, so it will be okay. Nice. I won't tell. Okay. Thanks, man. I also don't know who it is. Uh. So Talladega. <laughs> uh. We are having uh stages of fifty five laps, another fifty five laps, and then seventy eight laps. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, aero package, 550 horsepower with aero ducts. So look at that specialty package we've yeah. been seeing this year. First time we'll be seeing this first at a super time. speedway. It'll be yeah, cool. first time. I I mean, will it? Will how slow are they going to go? <laughs> I don't I don't know. Yeah, it might not be. <laughs> yeah, super cool. I like I actually I'm I'm nervous. I'm nervous. We'll we'll talk a little bit more about it in a second. Um, some previous winners here: Brad Keselowski, current active driver with five wins. Um, and his teammate Joey Logano with three wins, yeah. and then the 48 and the 14. So Clinton and uh, Jim Jam uh, both have two wins, and then there's a bunch of people that a couple of people that have one win, and yeah, that's about it. Uh, no one really dominating uh, Talladega. You know, since Jeff Gordon retired, since Jim, uh, Junior retired, uh, no one no one really dominates this race. It's such a wild card. Oops. Ooh. Oh my that gosh. That sounded fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm you okay. want to talk about last year's race or last um, year's races? Last year's races, Super Speedway or uh, Talladega? Uh, Talladega. Oh, yeah. Uh, Well, fall, Stuart Haas Racing dominated most of the races. It was a fuel mileage race. Uh, In the spring, Austin talked about shitting in his seat, which is always fun. Oh, yeah. And I like to imagine that he does that every race, but this is the only (laughs) one where they actually caught him on radio. They, like, literally, yeah, on the radio, uh, he was talking about how it would be nice if he had kitty litter on the seat so that he could take a shit. Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, he took a shit in in the race, you know. So. Oh, burn! Got him. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, the twenty two one in spring. Yeah. yeah. Well, in and, and, and the fall, Eric got his first win. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Um. So yes, yeah, so what's some stuff we can watch for? Well, it's uh speedway racing. Mm-hmm. So lots of pack racing, lots of uh, side drafting. They're going to talk about side drafting a lot. Uh, some bumps. Uh, Some Ricky Stenhouse is going to crash at least a couple people. And Jimmy. And Jimmy. Um, I, I mean, it's just super speedway racing, man. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm uh, ready for the big one. The what do you... Name. Yes, uh, me too. What do you think are going to be the main effects of this slower arrow that we'll see? You know, I think it's... Uh, you know, I'm scared. I'm very scared because I love going to Talladega. It's so close to Atlanta. It's a pretty easy drive. Um and and I and I and I want to go back, but I'm really afraid of going there and seeing these guys run slow laps. And I have no idea what kind of lap times we're going to see, but it's going to be slower. It's just it's straight up it's going to be slower. So, yeah, yeah. It uh, there's a very good chance it won't be very good. <laughs> well, yeah, you know I mean, what? Well, I don't who know. knows? It, you don't know. It's going to be yeah. slower, but there. I, it'll be very interesting to see how that affects the quality of the racing and also how that matters. You know what I'd like, I'd like to see come back, and we don't have to have a discussion on it, just a quick thing. I'd love to see Tandem yes, drafting come I back. And I don't know how we could do it, but it was it was the – like I, when it was happening, there were NASCAR fans, some NASCAR fans, were like, I want pack racing back. And um, they'll go fuck yourself because this is what we got now. Uh, not that it's bad, but, you know, it's still Talladega. It's going to be great, but, like – the tandem was so good. It was just Friggin nuts. like sixty-five lead changes. Dude. Like that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. They were slingshotting past each other. It was that one race. They were four wide to win it. It was yeah. amazing. Uh, Br- Brad Keselowski got his very first Monster Energy win, 
drafting behind Carl Edwards, a tandem style, dropping to the bottom, wrecked Carl, sent him into the fence, and won his very first race. <laughs> Brian Vickers uh, won, won a race here, wrecking someone. Yeah. David Reagan's won here. A lot of crazy first-time winners. If here. they were able to make it safer, that would it would just be amazing. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, if they yeah, were able to the, make it safer, then tandem would be the default. Yeah, that's the one thing is those tandem when they were linked, man, they were two twenty five. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, yeah. They were that's a bit much blazing. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I mean, they're going to go a lot slower, so maybe they can tandem now. Yeah, true. So, uh, but who, yeah, uh, so, uh, who are your oh, picks this race, B boy? I'm I'm glad you asked because I'm going to have to go first, uh, just because I was I was given picks. Both my father and my grandfather are calling the shots Ooh, this week. Okay, um, you know, celeb shots from uh, Mike Boyer and Jim Boyer. So we've got first. I'm going to start with that old smart pick, and you know, you know Michael Boyer. His pick, yeah, is Kyle Bush. Probably guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big it's, surprise. It's going to be the big eighteen, <laughs> the Candy Man, uh-huh. as my dad calls him. Uh, so, <laughs> with guess I got a root for him eye. this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's uh, a reasonable pick, got? I think. I'm, uh, I'm going to go with the two car. Mr. Kozlowski. The two. Oh, that's that's a good. That's I mean, obviously, you yeah, know, five, five wins. It's a really good choice. Yeah. Uh, um. All right. Who who else we got? Oh, heart pick. Um, Jim Boyer would like to come to the stage, and for his pick, he'd like to say, Eric Almarola. Ooh, I really? Like that. He just he like you know hard of hearing, had to speak up. I told him, hey, has to be outside the top ten. He was looking at the car numbers, thinking the car numbers had to be over 10. Uh-huh. It was a whole thing. He just basically goes, as long as it's a blue oval, meaning a Ford, big Ford guy. Uh-huh. Uh, I gave him some <laughs> choices, and uh, he chose uh, Eric Almarola, which is a good pick, considering right. he won last year. Yeah, so. I like it. I like it. And also, right. I mean, he also uh, almost won last year's 500. Yeah. yeah good, was, uh, good plate track racer. Yep. Yep. He's um, the one that's shit in his seat uh, uh-huh. in that race. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, guy. who's your uh, your heart pick? Uh, I'm wondering. I'm wondering if you'd be able to guess it here. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. Oh, it can't be Ryan. Uh, Ryan Blaney. Um, yeah. Heart pick. Oh, is it? Is it pretty, Ricky? It is pretty, Ricky. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's great. That's great. Uh, he's just so much fun to watch at these stupid play track races just because he he's is. so chaotic. And But he's also, like, he's good, he's good. but he doesn't – he's not precise. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. makes but mistakes. Yeah, he, but if he, he can is. get mistake-free, he's got such a chance at winning. Yeah, all right. So you've From got downtown, Brad. Pretty Ricky Stenhouse, baby. Yeah, you got Brad and Ricky, and I've got Kyle and Eric. Uh-huh. Um, all right, cool. Uh, so, so you know, I actually spread out our spreadsheet a little bit on the predictions. Um, you caught up a lot last week or on Richmond because Kyle Larson finished so badly. Ooh. So our averages right now, is I'm, uh, I'm at 9.06, and you're at 9.88. Um, some really good finishes for we're professionals this uh-huh. week, <laughs> it's the miller light sneezing i promise mm-hmm. um yeah so uh so, oh yeah so uh you're catching up man you're getting right back up in there you're you're under 10 for the first time since martinsville so well done. nice yes um what i also at? added um well i'm at 9.06 what do you mean i've never been above 10 i'm not that bad this is the first time <sighs> i've been above 7.4 all right, all right. <laughs> I did also put together a fun little thing about like who have you picked and like what is their average finish when you pick them kind uh-huh. of thing. 
Um, both of us have picked Kurt Busch twice, and both times we both have averaged a 4.5 finish out of him in both okay. of those. Nice. Um, your worst driver that you've picked is Ryan Blaney. No. Yeah, with an average finish of 21st, you picked oh. him twice. And my worst driver with an average finish of 18.5 that I've picked four times is... Kyle Larson. Oh, that's rough. Isn't that funny? It's our favorite drivers. It's yeah. our worst drivers. We should just never pick them. Yeah, man. But then it's the so one weird. time that they win. Yeah. Ugh. Rough. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I just you know put some cool metrics on there. So. Yeah, I like that. That is cool. Thanks. Cool. All right. Um, so now we've done our smart and hard. I think it's time for rapid fire. I'm in. And like we were talking about earlier, I've got I've got them now. You've got them. Oh, you've got all three? Uh, yeah, I did realize a second ago that I was writing one down and forgot to finish it about 20 minutes ago. All right. But I've, I just finished it, so I'm ready to go. And I'm, let me, let me tell you, these are not serious this week. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to add a fourth one just cause I, I thought of one earlier and I, and I like my other three still. So I'm going to go first. Okay. Um, just, just so, uh, so go. over, over 10 races, you know, my trivia questions over 10 races. Um, who has the best average finish of active drivers? So of drivers that have raced 10 times at Talladega. So have been in the league for five years, basically. Um, who has the best average finish? Hmm. I feel like Brad Kozlowski is a layup, and also by him finishing well, he probably is decently aggressive. I don't – so he might have wrecked a decent number of times. In fact, I think I can remember seeing his dumb face in a post-wreck interview. And now it's going to be embarrassing if it is Brad Kozlowski. Old Brad Kozlowski. I'm going to say uh, Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin. It is wrong. So the driver with the best average finish has raced at Talladega 11 times in his career. And he goes by the name of Pretty Ricky Stenhouse. Oh, my God. I know. It's your pick, man. My boy. He averages a, a 10.6, which is actually multiple positions higher than anyone else's average. Really? He's really, That's he's really good. fascinating. Yeah. He's finished 10 out of the 11. He's just abnormally really good at super speedways. If if NASCAR was just super speedways, Ricky Stenhouse would be the best driver of all time. Yeah, which you'd think, like, you know, with them basically trying to make NASCAR IROC, he'd be a little bit better at this, too. But, mm-hmm. you know, Ryan I'm Newman's good. the one holding up the stables. <laughs> uh, but, okay, uh, so your your turn. Uh, who would win a redneck triathlon? Now, Clint Boyer. This, uh, you are correct, <laughs> but I will explain what a redneck triathlon is. Okay, yeah, I want to And then it. you can re- be also confirmed say that Clint this Boyer. is correct. Okay. Um, so it is like a biathlon where you have to run and then shoot. Okay. But it's driving instead. So you have to drive a couple laps, get out, shotgun a beer. And then shoot some clay pigeons, and then get back in and do some more laps. Dude, it would a hundred percent be Clint Boyer. Yeah, like, I mean, yes, yeah, a hundred percent. What kind of cars are we driving? Oh, I mean, it's stock, it's stock cars. It's NASCAR. Stock cars? Can we make it go karts? Because I think I could give him a run for his money. If it was go karts, you definitely could. I'm going to actually change it and make it be uh, pickup trucks. Ooh! And then... whenever you shotgun a beer, one of your pit crew members shotguns a beer with you. Ooh. And they have to drive the pickup, and then you shoot skeet from the back of the pickup, and then swap. That Welcome would be amazing. To, uh, the Big One Podcast, where we talk about redneck triathlons. That would be amazing. 
your local triathlon uh, podcast. That'd be so entertaining. Uh, <laughs> cool. All right, your turn. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, we will have a person. Oh, uh, will we have a person get their first win ever this week? We've seen this happen at Talladega a number of times. It, and and I mean Monster Energy win, of course. Mm. Do you know how many people there are that haven't gotten a first win? A lot. Like, at least half the field. Hmm. Or close to half, I would say, probably. I don't think so. But I will say that I think it would either be the 88 or the 24. Because they usually have pretty fast cars yeah. at Super Speedways. You know, you know, and, uh, okay, uh... Do you think someone might get their first win this year? Will we see a different winner? Yeah. Okay. So definitely, definitely a different winner. Yeah. So the the one uh, other person that I'd say to watch out for this week on first win, not only just this year but ever, is Matt DiBenedetto, ninety five. Oh, interesting. Showed up at Daytona, right? Dude, that'd be so great if he just started becoming the new Ricky Stenhouse. Yeah, you never know. When I I remember when David Reagan won at Talladega, and he was uh, like. Front Row Motorsports, I think, was who he was with. They finished 1-2 in that race. They had two mm-hmm. cars, mm-hmm. and they never, like, they barely get top 20s, and they finish 1-2. Yeah. It can happen. Crazy things happen, man. Yeah. You know, um, I think uh, I think Daniel Suarez is going to win this year. This year or at Talladega? Not at Talladega. Oh, just at this year in this general? Year, I think I so. think so. I think, yeah. I mean, that whole Stuart Haas racing is real stout. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I could. I could. I think you might have asked me that before, and I think I said that he would. So uh, Probably. Jumping I'm just going to reiterate it. All right. I'm, right. I'm going to ask a question now. Go uh, and this is hard. Which driver would win a regular triathlon? Jimmy Johnson. Oh, you might be right. <laughs> I'm super two, man. I'm super two. Wow. Dang. Real good. Yeah. I um, don't want to compete against him in that. <laughs> you yes. can have that one. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. Who is your, uh, of all the NASCAR drivers? Who's your beer pong par- partner? Um, you know, I if I want to win Clint Boyer, oh okay, but I'm going to say uh, Ryan Blaney. Yeah, you know, I was just have a good I time. was very surprised that you said Clint Boyer because I actually bet that Clint Boyer isn't that good at beer pong. Um, I think I'd give it to some one of these young guys, and I'd probably. say Ryan Blaney, and I'm going to say Bubba, and we're going to make this happen. Okay. Yeah, we're I'm going to tweet them like we do after every race that yeah. we're at and say, yo, we're in the infield. We ch- Tell yeah. Chase to bring pizza. We just need to start bringing <laughs> beer pong tables to races. <laughs> Little foldable tables. It's like, yeah. it's okay, guys. We're part of Podcast Big One. Like, come on. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Um, all right. Uh, your, your turn. Um, oh, this is actually a serious question. Ooh. So I'm doing it out of order. You, yeah, I like it, though. Uh. Do you think that – so, you know, we were talking about Richmond earlier and how this aero package didn't really fit super well with the race mm-hmm. track. Do you think that NASCAR is going to have more than three different types of aero packages to spread across different tracks? Like, do you think that as they find more options for aero packages, they'll diversify more? I think so. I think that's – I mean, that's essentially what we used to see before – way before Car of Tomorrow, there was – various different aero packages that we'd use there was a larger spoiler at the uh, uh super speedways there was various differences between the different types of tracks that you would go to um so yeah 100 percent. i think uh i think the one thing they tried to get away from and that's why they went to the car of tomorrow 
um, or one of the reasons was they wanted uh, interchangeable cars. And the only the only places that you can't really interchange a car is for Watkins Glen or Sonoma or now the yeah. Roval, right? Because um, yeah. those cars have to be so balanced in such a way. Um, but everywhere else, essentially, you could use the same car. Um, but obviously, like the bigger teams still have their cars set up for these are for super super speedways. These are for our two miles. These are mile halves. You know. Yeah. Vice versa. Sure. So. Yeah. Um, do you do you agree? Um, I agree. Although, the one thing that would make me doubt it is just they're trying to do a lot more cost saving. Yeah. And having to build multiple cars, it would just okay, depend so on how they do the setup. Differentiation. Yeah. 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 I, I think you have to make it small changes, like interchangeable parts so yeah. much. Like, not so much like the whole body has to change yeah, kind of for thing. for sure. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. All right. Give me that final question. Oh, yeah. Final question. The special fourth question of the week. Who will wreck more people, Jimmy Johnson or Ricky Stenhouse? Mm, well, I chose Ricky Stenhouse to win, so I'm going to say Jimmy – Mm, no, I'm going to say Ricky, and he's still going to win. He's still going to win. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. That sounds about right. All right, well, I'm going to go with Jimmy, and I want to make an on-air $5 bet with you on this. Uh, all right, I'm in. And obviously, you know, wash is a wash if neither one wrecks people. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm in. All right, sounds great. Handshake, engage. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Little little bit of history on this. We actually made the same bet um, at Daytona, and I think – I think I won with Jimmy then too, right? Probably. Yeah. Sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh this brings us kinda to the end, right? Now we're uh it's uh it's time to go over them stand in. Yeah, just a quick perusal of them. In first place, of course, we have Kyle Bush with four hundred mm. points. Joey Logano bringing up second, last year's champion with three hundred and eighty. Mm-hmm. Denny Hamlin in third, three sixty six, then Kevin Harvick, Brad Kozlowski, Martin Trex Jr. Kurt Busch, Clint Boyer, Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott in 10th. Interestingly, Ryan Blaney in 9th, Chase Elliott, the number 9 car, in 10th. I think that's Not interesting. Um, So Chase Elliott has uh, 267 points, which means he's 133 points behind Kyle Busch with 400. Mm. Uh, Eric Almarola, the 10 car, in 11th. In 11th, whoa. Man. Ryan Blaney's messing all this shit up. I know, dude. It's really disappointing. Uh, Daniel <laughs> Suarez in 12th. Jimmy Johnson, Jim Jam in 13th. Austin Dillon mm-hmm. in 14th. Get out of there. Ryan Newman in 15th. Uh, and then Paul Menard bringing us to the end of the top 16 in, of course, 16th place. Yeah, what makes me sad when I look at the standings is a lot of the guys that I you know I like and I want to see do well are currently outside, including my boy Kyle Larson after yeah. last place finish. That Just he's now nineteenth. Bad luck and uh, overdriving the car. Well, it's it's so weird to see him that low this many races in. Yeah, but you know, like you said, there's a this is a wild card race, and honestly, everyone from seventeenth to twenty first could win this race. Bowman, Byron, Larson, Stenhouse, and Jones. All yeah, that is. Know, yeah, Larson's not a great right. super speedway driver, but he actually has performed well, and then always gets caught up in like a wreck. So yeah. like, in the races he's finished, he's finished pretty well. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for reading those standings so beautifully. My, my pleasure. Thank um, you for inviting me to. Read yeah, them. I always, I always will. I always will. Um, and we will always welcome you guys back, our faithful and amazing listeners. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Big One Podcast. Please follow us at Podcast Big One at Podcast Big One on Twitter. 
please email us things that you want to hear on the show. Got the you know got some celeb picks in this week. Give new guy your celeb picks. He yeah. needs help. Be He's my celebrity. Behind. He's behind. All right. I need help, please. Please <laughs> um, And we need help. We need your help. We need your help with some uh, iTunes uh, ratings, hopefully good ones. Um, but if they're bad, you know, tell us why. We want to. We want to yeah. be better. Send us an email why it's bad. Rate us if it's that good. That too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I guess that's <laughs> that's a better way to say it. But uh, again, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, this is the big one podcast. Thank you for uh, waiting a week to hear this one. Uh, I hope it was worth it. I think it was. All right. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.